0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Rusty Quill Presents Hey everyone, Alexi e. Talanda here, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Ostium Sagas. Did you know you can get access to a bunch more unreleased Ostium Sagas content? It's easy. Just become a supporting patron at the $5 level and above on the Ostium Network Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. On our Patreon, you'll get access to many new episodes of the Ostium Sagas you haven't heard before, as well as a bunch of other bonus content. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Now, I'd just like to thank some of our new patrons for supporting the Ostium Network. Thank you to Rob, Jedia Kerr, Bobby, Maggie, and Leloberry for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Okay, let's get this Ostium Sagos episode started, shall we? The Ostium sagas. 420. Saga three. 66 Mya. Prompt. I had known it would be my last night on earth. Maybe I might have done things differently, although I'm not really sure how. I was exhausted. I satisfied my needs, made my prayers, this time knowing which direction to pray. However, I did go through some consternation as to the layout of the continents in this ancient time and what direction Mecca was truly in, but accepted that Allah would forgive me. I slept some, but awoke on a number of occasions to a strange cry or sound. Each time I fed the fire, making it roar back to life. My plan was to keep it going throughout the day, which would require collecting a lot more wood. After drinking some water and washing myself a little, I set out on the quest, bringing my makeshift axe with me just in case. It was on my third trip out, as I loaded my arms with wood, that a creature burst out of the underbrush and came for me. It was small, reaching only to my knees, so while I was not instantly terrified, I was by no means calm. I threw the armload of wood at it, hoping to distract it, which worked, and then drew my stone blade. It had a long neck and small head, but its body was plump and round like a turkey. It had been stunned by the logs, and without hesitating, I attacked it, going for the thin, snake-like throat with my stone axe. I hacked away, cutting deep, and was soon drenched in the creature's blood. I had clearly hit a vital artery or vein. It squealed in pain, but I kept hoping, and soon the sounds died down and then stopped permanently. I sat there on my knees, feeling a rush of excitement and sadness. I had just killed this creature, but I had also provided myself with an excellent fresh source of food for some time. Grasping it by the neck beneath the mortal wound I'd dealt it, I slung it over my shoulder, feeling its considerable bulk thump against my back, and headed back to the cave. Took a number of hours in the morning, but eventually I was cleaned up with a fresh supply of water heating up, and proceeded to cook all the meat to avoid attracting any unwanted attention from the fresh kill, but also so that I would have food readily available now whenever I wanted it for some days to come. I collected more of the large leaves that had made for a comfortable bedding last night and was about to wrap the meat in them when I stopped. What if there was something on the leaf that could get me sick? It just wasn't worth the risk, so I would need to wash them thoroughly first, which required more sterilized water, which meant I would be taking another trip down to the lake. I made sure I had my stone axe, picked up the empty seed pods, and began walking back down the hill. I suppose I could have used seed pods by the lake, It'll require cleaning them out and all that. I kept a steady pace and had my eyes peeled for anything wanting to take a bite out of me. I felt instant relief when I made it to the water's edge once more. I filled each seed pod, lifted them up, and began making my way up the steep hill back to the cave. I was certainly getting my exercise here, I thought. And that's when it happened. There was a flicker out of the corner of my right eye, and then the world exploded bright white. I instantly dropped the seed pods and wrapped my arms around my head, covering my eyes tight. There were roars and cries of pain from dinosaurs that also suffered from a blind eye. I counted slowly to thirty, and ever so carefully loosened my grip and took my arms away. My eyes were still firmly closed, but I could no longer sense the bright light through my eyelids. I really hoped this did not mean I had been rendered blind. I took a deep breath and then opened my eyes. I let out a huge sigh of relief. Other than some annoying after images temporarily singed onto my retinas, I could still see just fine. I didn't want to think about how doomed I'd be blind out here in the land of the terrible visits. I waited a few moments for any further flashes or other events to occur. There were none, but I would now have to go back to refill the seed pods as most of the water had been lost when I dropped them. With them in hand, I began walking back down the hill once again, and that's when the rumbling began, and then the earthquake hit. I crouched down to my knees, holding the pods steady, wondering how bad this was going to get and how long it would last. Long thirty seconds later it stopped, and the world grew still once more. What on earth was going on? I began walking yet again, but stopped in my tracks when I glanced back at the lake, or whatever remained of it. The water was receding at an astounding rate, as if as if the lake had a great big drain and something had just pulled out the plug, so the water was now running out somewhere. There were fish and all manner of sea creatures left gasping in the air. Then it dawned on me what this all meant. If the lake had receded, it meant it would return. And return soon, at a terrific speed, and most likely in the form of a... tidal wave. I turned and ran back up the hill for the cave, the sea pods of water abandoned and forgotten.
1: only from Rustolium